Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your host, Joe. This week's episode, A Paranormal Feud. A special message from Unboxing Game, the official sponsor of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Every month, Unboxing Game is giving away $1,000 worth of board games, and I am going to go over the multiple ways you can enter, how it works, and what you can win. First, let's go over the multiple ways you can enter. There are three ways you can get entries. You can sign up for one of their membership programs and get automatic entries every single month, as well as other benefits, such as VIP gift cards to their online store and automatic entries into all of their single game board game giveaways. The VIP gift card is a member benefit I want to go over in a little more detail. Every month you are an active VIP member, you will receive a VIP gift card up to $15 depending on your membership level. So let's say you are a Platinum VIP member and get a $15 VIP gift card. You can use that card on anything you want on their site, such as this amazing shirt I am wearing. You can't see it, but it still looks amazing on me. Now, for the best part, any unused balance carries over from month to month and is added to your new VIP gift card you get each month. The second way you can enter is by shopping at their store, unboxandgame.com. You can pick up some board game merchandise from them and get one entry for every $1 you spend. A few examples are shirts, pins, stickers, even drink coasters. Lastly, you can mail in an entry. Details are in the official rules. Now let's discuss how this sweepstakes works. Every month after the drawing period ends, all entries are sent to a third-party sweepstakes administrator who makes sure all entries are eligible and then randomly selects a winner. Next, Unbox and Game notifies the winner who then gets a $1,000 gift certificate to Cool Stuff Inc., Card House, or Game Nerds. Then the winner goes on a $1,000 shopping spree at one of these online stores, picking up $1,000 worth of board games of their choice. Finally, Unboxing Game does the whole thing over again next month. So what are you waiting for? Get your entries in today and secure your chance to win. Hi, I'm Joe. And today we are going to talk about the games we got, the games we played, and a fun little trek across the Midwest. So starting off with the games we have received in the game room. So the first one was the cool game Dino Duel, which if you listen to the podcast regularly, you will remember a an interview with Playful. And that was their game. So Dino Duel, you are going to try to collect the most dinos, avoid extinction, duel your friends, and win the game. It is a two to four player game. And if you 
did get the Kickstarter and the expansions, there's a Founders Pack, and you will find the Average Joe Asaurus in there. So, that was a cool deal. Um, I also have three copies of the Average Joe Asaurus, so we will be giving those away at our convention. The next game we received was Dreams of Tomorrow. Yes, that's right, by Weird Giraffe Games. So in this game, it is a set collection game. Um, You are are dream engineers in the future, and your future is desolate. So you are taking these dreams, and you are sending them into the past to try to inspire better future, and hopefully save your future. So that is a cool one. I will be learning that one and running demos at Dragon's Den in Sioux Falls at the beginning of December. Uh, The next one we received is Pizzeria Boss. This is the 2.0 version. Uh, We we got this one off Kickstarter. So this is one that uh, they had a Kickstarter uh, originally. And... They had some extra copies, so they did Kickstarter again to get rid of some more copies. So it was a quick little card game. Um, I'll just read you the back of the box here. Collect all the toppings you need and bake more and better pizzas than your competitors. Sabotage their orders by putting the health inspector on their case. Or suggest that their customers cancel their orders. Rake in the dough by making the toughest orders first or by grabbing all the simple orders before your opponent's. It's all up to you when you run the pizzeria. Be the pizzeria boss. And it's it's cool. It's a little card game, uh, probably in the size of the box of... Uh, um, trying to think here. It's the uh, Love Letter. Love Letter size boxes. And the box looks... The artwork on it, it looks like a pizza box. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very well done. So this one, I believe, was out of Ohio... Um, trying to see if there's Falling Star Entertainment is the the creators of this game. We also got a copy of Star Realms Frontiers in, so we will be doing demos at this uh, at Dragon's Den in December as well. Uh, we will actually be giving this will be a raffle prize at our upcoming convention in uh, possibly October of next year. We are. Looking at dates, we're trying to come up with something that doesn't conflict with a whole lot of events. We want it to be successful. We want the the people around Sioux Falls and South Dakota and hopefully the U.S. to come in and, and have some fun and experience a tabletop gaming convention in Sioux Falls. Uh, we have several conventions around Sioux Falls, smaller ones. Um, their, their tabletop video games, anime, uh, what we are going to do is we are going to do a tabletop event or a tabletop convention. So, uh, we are looking for slogans. So I put it out there on our Facebook page. Uh, we are, it's AJGCon 2020. Uh, potential date right now is October, the first week in October, uh, was brought to my attention, then it is the week after Supercon, so we're going to try to find a better date. If not, then it's it's a different convention, so hopefully it doesn't conflict too much. 
Um, basically, the the premise around that is we don't want to torque off too many people, but we also want to have our convention out there and and we want people to enjoy it. So that's the most important thing is is coming to the convention and enjoying it. Also, what we are doing with our convention is I am fronting all of the expenses myself and we will take everything that is brought in from the convention and we will donate it to a charity. Uh, I have not decided what charity yet. Um, regardless of any charity, uh, it should not be a problem because any charitable con- contribution is is great. So it if if one person is donating to a charity, it should not affect anybody. Uh, the other and last the the big one that we got was football highlights 2052. I have been waiting for this for quite a while because I really enjoy baseball highlights and uh and I'm I'm more of a football fan than a baseball fan anyway. I, I enjoy baseball games. I just I don't enjoy watching baseball on TV. Um football on the other hand is definitely my cup of tea. So, uh I'm actually waiting some for some replacement parts on this because when I opened it up, I had gotten too many of one type of dial for the score scoreboards. And not enough of the other type of dial. So I need a replacement part on that. And then two of the four player boards were glued together. So that was unfortunate. But uh, Eagle Griffin is awesome. They I contacted them yesterday and they emailed me back within a few hours. And just said, send us some pictures so we know what we're, what we're, what we're dealing with. And uh, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. So that's what we got in the game room. Uh, what we have played recently. So, uh, I recently did another demo of Aristocracy. Uh, and if you have not heard about that, so Aristocracy is a cool area control, resource control, point grabbing game. So what you're going to do on that is, uh, well, the premise of the game is the king and queen have disappeared. They may be out on a long walk. They may have been kidnapped. They may have been murdered. You don't know. So what you're going to try to do is you are going to try to enhance your land, your kingdom, and become the prominent person in this land. What you're going to do on your turn is a game for two to four players. So on your turn, you take three tiles that are face down. You're going to flip them up. When you flip up those tiles, you're going to look at whatever on the board is flipped up. So not just your tiles, but everything. And then you're going to decide to to claim one type of resource. So if it's a building, you're going to take that one type of building. There are three types of buildings. There's castles, chapels, and villages. So you choose which one of those three that are out there uh, you want, and you will put that type of building on there. If you choose to go for resources, there's sheep, there's wood, and there's grain uh, or corn, one of the two. Uh, you will take if you decide to go for resources, you will take all of that one type of resource. So if it's wood and there's four wood out there, you're going to take those four wood and you're going to put them on your player board. If it is a king or a queen, you will take all of the kings or all of the queens and you will put them on the king or queen tracker that is also how the game ends so 
in this, you will take the kings off. If, let's say there's two of them, you will take those kings off, you put them on the king tracker, and then you will take two of your buildings and put them on empty spots that do not have a tile or a building. And then your turn is done. Uh, when you are done taking that type of resource, there's, so there's a few things that you're going to look for. One, there's eight different regions. If you have at least one building in eight different regions, you'll grab an eight-point tile. If you have three buildings in one of the regions, you will take a two-point tile. If you have five in that region before anyone else has a third, then you will take the second two-point tile. If you connect a city to another city with a continuous line of your buildings, you will take the color city, that's a three-point tile, and you will take the, the one that you connected to for the other three-point. If you already have one color of that three-point, you do not get a second if you connect another city to that one. Um, also, you will count up your resources. If you have nine resources, you will get a nine-point tile. If you do it again at 18, 27, you will get another nine-point, as long as there's some out there. Uh, whatever player count you have, when the king and queen reaches that player number on the board, the game ends. You have to get the kings and the queens at the matching player count to end the game. So if you get the queens all the way down there, but the kings are still up there, the game still goes. Once that is done, whoever ended the game finishes their turn, and then you add up all your points. You add up all the point tiles, and then you go and put sets together. Uh, one of the other things about putting your buildings, there is these little fish areas. If you put your, your building on one of the areas that has an arrow for the fish, you'll get a fish token. That is a wild resource. So what you're going to do with your... Um, your resources is you're going to make sets of three. So you're going to make a sheep, a wood, and a grain. And those are sets. And you can use the wild resources to fill your sets. So for every set you have, it's worth three points. So at the end of that, whoever has the most points wins the game. That's Aristocracy. The other game we played was Paranormal Detectives. This is a very interesting game. So if you played Mysterium, you might really enjoy this. If you played Clue, you might really enjoy this. If you played any detective game, you might really enjoy this game. So it is a game for two to six players. One person is the ghost. The other five players are the detectives. There's two different modes you can play. You can play competitive and you can play cooperative. Competitive, you ask a question... And everyone does their their uh, the tally marks or their their deduction on their own. You do not discuss openly. So if one detective asks a question and the ghost gives their answer, everyone can get that answer except for one type of question, and I will get into that. But in cooperative mode, you discussed openly. And you have two guesses for the group to guess who, where, why, how, and what the weapon was. Once you get those five keywords, you win. If you do not get all five keywords in a cooperative game, 
nobody wins. In a competitive game, whoever gets all five keywords ends the game, and that detective and the ghost win the game. If no one guessed all five keywords, the detective that guessed the most correctly solely wins. So, some of the the uh, actions that you can use. So, you have a hand of cards, and these are the actions. Uh, is the hangman's knot. And that is, you have these two cool little ropes that have a wire through them. And so what you'll ask is you'll ask a question that is not a yes or no answer. So like, how did you die? Well, I'm going to go ahead and form these little ropes into some kind of scene to answer that question. Um, I don't want to tell you a whole lot about the scenarios because the scenarios in the game on the cards, once they're played through, they're pretty much done unless you're playing with a different group of people. The app that they include, you can download on your phone or tablet, uh, that gives you more uh, replayability. So that gives you a lot more different scenarios, and I believe that they they said they were adding to that on an ongoing basis to keep the game going. Um, So that that was really cool. Uh, The other one is, uh, like, you can do a ghost scream, which is uh, you can make a sound or point in an object in the room. Uh, another one is you have to pantomime something for three seconds. Uh, another one is the ghost touch, where you have to draw on the person's back as, as they answer. Uh, the other one is the quill, so you have you have to take the detective's hand and draw a picture with their pen in their hand. Uh, there's the talking board, so it kind of looks like a little bit of a Ouija component. Um, but you have these, these little markers that are like, I think they're the obelisk. Um, so you'll take those and they'll point at a group of three letters and you'll put one, two, three, four, five out there to create a word or the start of a word. Um, you've got the electronic meter. So you have three different, uh, dials and you will signify if it's a large or small object, a heavy or light object, uh, good or evil, um, hot or cold, uh, young or old, that kind of thing. And then you've got a fourth one, which you can indicate the color. Um, there's a few other, other ones that you can do, but it is, it is a really fun game. We played several games of it yesterday. I did a splash at Dragon's Den in Sioux Falls and quite a few people played it. They were very interested in it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I played the ghost for them, the first game to get them the hang of it. And then the other people were the ghosts. They really enjoyed it. Uh, the stories were fun. Uh, it wasn't super difficult, but it was difficult enough to make it interesting and fun where it wasn't just a simple, I gave you the answer, you already know what it is, and your two questions in. It was several rounds of questioning. Um, the The last game we played, uh, the couple that played had gotten down to their last cards and just barely got it. Uh, the, the husband was one keyword away, so he did really well, and, and the wife, uh, she got all of the keywords correct. So she ended up winning the game with the ghost, and uh, 
that was that was a very cool one and that was by lucky duck games so if you are thinking about a detective game i would strongly suggest this one it has a lot of replayability it is a very fun game uh the artwork is amazing um get player screens for the competitive mode dry erase markers dry erase boards very very cool game very very cool components so i strongly recommend that one that is paranormal detectives um let's see here last weekend i made the drive from sioux falls south dakota to two rivers wisconsin for a family feud event so we did this at it's called a place a place called Untapped, and we had uh, our team, the Average Joe's Gaming, uh, and several other teams. There was ten teams total. One team did not show up, and uh, there was actually a team there called Average Joe's, and they were dressed up from the Average Joe's from Dodgeball the movie. So they did really well. Um, they made it to the final round. It was double elimination, and uh, we did not do so well. <laughs> um, we were eliminated on our second time up there. Uh, so we finished 9 out of 10. I call that a win because we did not finish dead last, even though the team that didn't show up, I feel like they finished dead last. So, But either way, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the host of the show did a really good job. Um, he looked really familiar. I, I I swear I've seen him do something else before, but uh, he was he was very good. He he reacted with the crowd very well, and uh, reacted with the the team. And so um, I really liked that. I don't know if I would ever do that one again, just because it was a very long drive for three hours of that. But on the other hand, uh, my mom did make us a Thanksgiving feast for coming up there and making the eight and a half hour drive up and the eight and a half hour drive back. So uh, I got a lot of good food and then we even played some games and uh, I hung out with my dad for a little bit and he picked me up a game table at their local thrift store. So I'm going to get that in May and refurbish it a little bit, but we we were able to set it up in their basement and play some games on it. So we played uh, Century Gollum Edition. I got my uncle Russ in on that one, and uh, he did really well. Uh, my dad did really well, and my mom and her friend Jean really liked it. So that that's usually a win when you get everyone to like a game. Uh, especially when not everyone is a game player. And so you pull out this game bag and it's got a bunch of games and they're looking at you like, uh, we don't play these games. So are you kidding me? <laughs> so we, we played that. And then, uh, my uncle Russ is a big poker player. I am not. <laughs> so we played, a uh, few rounds of poker and I went out right away. Um, I am horrible at that, so there was no no shame in that. Uh, then we played. Um, oh, what was it? I can't even think of what we played after that. It was another card game. Um, 
rummy or something like that. Uh, anyway, you, you have these cards and you're making sets of three runs. And I, I could, just cannot remember the life of me what the name of the game was. But I did really well in that. Um, you want to get rid of your cards be the first one out. And then everyone that has cards in their hand are worth points. Uh, I came in third on that. I was doing really well for a little bit, and I was in the lead. And then I biffed it with a big handful of cards. So <laughs> did not do so well at the end. Uh, but I still was was relatively close. I came in third. Uh, first was my mom, but one. And then it was my uncle. So um, did really well in that. Um, and then we, I got up early, early in the morning and drove back to Sioux Falls and then took a quick nap, went over to Dragon's Den and ran another demo of Aristocracy and then chatted with the store owner, Robert, for quite a while and, uh, just got to know him a little bit better. So, uh, upcoming events. So today we are running Aristocracy at Dragon's Den. We are also running Game of Trains. A card game. So if you're interested in either one of those and you want to come out, uh, just come out. I've got my double exposure Envoy shirt on and I have a sign for the demos. So that starts at 1 o'clock. Um, what we have coming up is uh, we are starting to work on our convention. So uh, what we are looking for is slogans. So I was mentioning that earlier. We, we have a few suggestions on our Facebook cha- uh, page. Uh, so one of the suggestions was AJGCon by Adam Collins. Um, average games for above average people. Really like that one. The other one by John Thornton was AJGCon. Perfect vision for gaming. Uh, the other one was by Rush Scholl. And that one was GammaCon. And so I told him that there's already a Gamma. Uh, so then he said GameCon 2020. So um, if you have any suggestions, feel free to email them to us, Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com, or find us on Facebook, send us a message. Uh, love to hear ideas. Obviously, we've not, not got nothing set in stone yet, but AJGCon, dot, dot, dot. That's what we want our slogan to be. Uh, so AJGCon 2020, we are hopefully going to have a very cool event, and uh, we will probably have the South Dakota Ghostbusters, the 605 Ghostbusters there again, the Sioux Falls Superheroes and Villains. I talked to them last year, so this is our second year. Hopefully we're going to make this one bigger and better, and uh, we are not, I want to make this very clear, we are not doing an extra life for our convention because there's a lot of hostility about us doing Extra Life the last year. So to be very clear, we want as many people as possible to come to this. We want the game community to come together. This is just me wanting to do something fun for the community. Is not trying to get my name out there. Is not trying to have an ego like someone had said and point out there that supposedly I have a large ego. This is just me trying to do something fun. I pay for all of this, so it's really not anything beneficial to me other than I get to meet you cool people and play some games with you guys and hopefully be the reason why you guys are having some fun. So 
that makes me feel good. So that's that's the whole reason why I do this. So um, other than that, I think that's about all we have for tonight. Until next time, I'm Joe. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on these formats. Find us at Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. You can join our Facebook group of Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us at Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Find us on Reddit at Average Joe's Gaming. You can join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can go to our website, AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and find all of our information. Check out our Extra Life tab and feel free to join our Extra Life team by clicking on the Extra Life logo, which will take you to our team page. You can also listen to us on any of your favorite podcasting devices, such as Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of your feedback. If you wish to get into contact to us, you can go to our website at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and go to the Contact Us link, or you can just email us directly at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.outlook.com. You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thanks again for listening.